0: Happy New Year! Gosh, it's 2022. I wrote my check for the offering this morning. I wrote 2022. I was like, oh, well, I've got to get used to writing 2022. How many people still write checks? You guys still write checks? Some folks are like Mark. Man, you need to get in the 21st century man. start doing do do Other ways. I mean, I do pay a lot of bills other ways, but I, I like to write my check to the church. But there's great ways to give. You can give, uh, gosh, online. You can go to the kiosk over here. You can. I mean, there's lots of ways to give. So I don't want to. I mean, if you got a way to give, give. And if you like writing that check, do that. That's that's awesome. You know the song that Josh just sang. Uh, you know, there's there's the cry of the heart that people have. And and even when we walk with Jesus, there there are times when we hit, and it's a nautical term, the doldrums. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it, and it's a time for a ship back in the time when sailing ships were were, were how they would go. Uh, if they hit a, a, a part of the ocean where the, the the wind just wasn't blowing, they're stuck unless they rowed. And they you know most of them you know they got away from the oars and everything. But, but they hit the doldrums, and it's like this, this place where you weren't moving. You were stuck. You were, you, you were at the mercy of, of, of something that was beyond you, and you just couldn't, you couldn't go anywhere. And so sometimes in our Christian walk, uh, even though we've given all to Jesus, and, and, and we want Him to be the Lord of our life, and we'll talk about that in a little while, um, and, and we surrender, uh, there, there's seasons sometimes where we hit what's called the doldrums, where we, we, we hit, I call it a blue funk. Um, you know, it's just this this season when when man things just, gosh, I don't know what's going on. It's like I, I'm just you know just struggling to to take a step forward and 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 God knows that about us. He understands that about our human condition where there's times when man we're just doing great and we're walking with Him and it's like man I I feel like I can fly. You know, like Michael Joy, Michael Jordan. I won't sing it. You know, you know I bust out in song and everybody'll leave. Uh, but uh, you know. Oh, I gotta do it. Let's do it. I believe I can fly. You know, well, that's, that's enough. That's enough. But you guys online, it's, 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 that's enough. Um, so there's times when you feel like you're sore and everything's just going great, and man, God is so close and and you feel so 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 near, and, and the Word of God when you read it, it's just it's just jumping off the page, and it's just just a sweet sweet time. And then there's times when when it, when it's just not that way, and it doesn't mean that God has left us and God's abandoned us. Uh, but there's times, in, and Jesus said in the parable of the sower and the seed. Sometimes the worries of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things come in and choke that relationship with God, that Word of God. That 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 you know. And so sometimes we get so worried about things that are going on and things that that the world is, is that you have to just be involved in. Or maybe we're, we're seeking something beyond God or more than God, the deceitfulness of riches. We're trying to get this or that or material things have kind of come in and, and they begin to own us instead of us owning them. And then just the desire for other things. We just we get preoccupied with something else and we just we put God on the back burner. And sometimes that's the situation that gets us in the doldrums. And, and, and then those times like that, I love the fact that, that every new year, you know, at the beginning of a new year we can assess, we can look at things, and we can look back and and think about the things that, that happened the last year and and, uh, and and thank God for the things or or thank the Lord that we're not in that situation anymore or whatever it might be. But but the new year always gives us a chance to look forward and say, man, there's great possibilities, there's great opportunities. You know, what's ahead for the new year? And I remember last year we were thinking, gosh, the vaccines are coming out and, and we're going to knock out this COVID and we're not going to have to deal with it anymore. And, and then, of course, we had, you know, a whole year of having to deal with it, you know. And now we got another variant, Omicron, that we're having to, you know, how do you, how do you navigate that? Uh, but the idea of the new year is just a sweet time to to assess and to, and to, and to just to look and, and say, well, what what, what do I want to start doing that I'm not doing? And, and, and if I'm in the doldrums or if you're in the doldrums, then, then this is a great time to say, Lord, you know, this is where I am, and, and can you see me in this silence, and, and can you see me in my brokenness? Can you see me in all of this? And God says, oh, yeah, I do. I see where you are, and I understand that, and I'm here for you, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that wind blow. The, the wind of my spirit will blow again, and your sails will be filled, and you will be, be able to move on. So no matter where we are this morning, I, I hope that uh, something that Davy Crockett said years ago will, will hopefully resonate with us in, a, in a, a couple of parables that Jesus said will, will give us some hope. So um, and if you've got your bulletin, uh, we're quoting Davy, Davy Crockett. So he says, be sure you are right, then go ahead. Davy Crockett, born in 1786 in Tennessee, Died in 1836. He lived around 50 years, and and he was a frontiersman. He was a statesman. He was a soldier. Uh, he he was one they said was the king of the wild frontier. How many of you guys uh, watched uh, the Disney TV show Davy Crockett? Remember that Davy? Dave. I'm busting out in song a lot. I, just, I don't know. That. I don't want to always do that. King of the wild frontier. Remember that? You know that that was. And then of course uh, he was. Uh, you know, in the Alamo, and that's where most historians say that's where he died or that he was captured and died later. But, uh, you know, uh, they made a movie back in uh, 1960 with John Wayne being Davy Crockett, called the Alamo. And so so Davy Crockett was this, this bigger-than-life figure. Some of his stuff is fictitious, some of his stuff is real, but, but he was just an impressive individual and uh, served in lots of different capacities. But, but he said, you know, if you know that you're right, if you know that, that what you're doing and your convictions are right, then, then, then move forward. Then, then plunge ahead. Go ahead. And I think for the Christian, for us who believe in Christ, for us who embrace the teachings of Jesus, because we know we can trust those, because we know that God's Word is not going to lead us astray, when we're doing what God tells us to do, we can, we can go forward with great confidence We can go forward and say, I know that what I'm doing is the right thing to do. It might not be the popular thing to do. It might not be what everybody else is doing, but this is what God says to do, and this is what I'm going to do. Whether it's forgive somebody who's hurt you or pray for somebody who's despitefully used you or, or forgive someone in the sense that, that you know, why would you want to, you know, why not go for revenge? Why not go, you know, that person's hurt you, so why not hurt them? Or, you know, all this, you know, the idea of generosity, give and it'll be given to you, Jesus said. And so, you know, you only have so much and, and you're willing to give, you're willing to, to, you know, and not keep it for yourself. and No, no, give and, and be generous and let God bless you back and all of these different principles that Jesus taught. When we know we're right, when we know we're doing what God wants, man, we can move forward with great confidence. And so even in the midst of the doldrums, when, we're, when, when, when things aren't going well, if, we, if, we, if we're doing what God wants us to do and we start looking at these things, assessing these things and saying, I need to stop doing that, I need to start doing this, then we can move forward with, with great confidence. And God will be, He'll meet us right where we are and, and He'll, He'll help get us out of that. Um, So the two parables I want us to look at this morning are are ones that are very familiar to you, and they're very, very short. Sometimes Jesus' parables are are a little bit longer. They're a story, and there's so many nuances to it. And sometimes they're real short, and they're sweet, and there's uh, like a main point. Uh, And so these are found in Matthew, and this is the only place in the four Gospels where these parables are found. But uh, Matthew 13, verses 44 through 46. Let me read these two parables to us this morning. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. Which a man found and hid again, and for the joy over it goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And then he said, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls, and upon finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. The idea from these two parables is really very simple. The kingdom of God is worth everything that we have and more. Being a part of God's kingdom and enjoying a relationship with God, letting the Holy Spirit live inside of us, living for God. There's nothing greater in the universe. There's nothing that you have that that is more valuable than that. So being willing to, to forsake all and follow Him. You know, Christ alone, as we sang earlier this morning, you know, that he, he is all that we need. That's, he is the one that we should pursue. And once we have Jesus, there's nothing greater that we can have. When you compare Christ, like that pearl of great value, to everything else we have, when you look at the value of that, the kingdom of God, man, we, we say no to everything else. Yeah, this might be great over here, but compared to Jesus, compared to relationship with God, compared, compared to being a part of God's family, man, it pales in comparison. The idea of finding that treasure, you know, we, we, that, that's not really common in our culture, but it was common back then that if you had something, many times they would bury it in the ground. Remember the parable of the talents. Jesus said the guy that got five talents, the guy that got two, got, the guy that got one. And the guy that got one, what did he do with it? He buried it in the ground. That, that wasn't uncommon. And so when the when the master comes back, because he was he knew that the the master was a a man of exact you know he would exact things. And he said, "Man, I I, want, I didn't want to lose this. Here it is. I, I've got it for you in safekeeping." So a lot of times people would bury bury their treasure because they I mean they had banks. Because in that same parable, Jesus said that the master responded. Well, why didn't you put it in the bank and get some interest? So when I came back, I at least had more than what I had, you know. So there wasn't that, there not not any banks. There were, there were banks. They weren't like the, the what banks we have today. Similar though. Uh, but so people buried in and so if, if someone came and, and uh, attacked your city or attacked your town or, or your homestead or whatever and killed you, which was common back then, man, gosh, you read all of the Old Testament. There's all that stuff going on all the time. Um, and you didn't tell anybody it was there because why, why would you tell everybody where you buried your treasure or buried this? You know, you might tell your son, or you might tell a parent, or you might tell, but man, it's just, and it's, it's gone. Nobody's going to go dig it up. And so you might come up, so it's, that's not so, so uncommon in, the, in their culture. It was, it's more uncommon in, in our culture. But I will tell you this, and I need to, I don't know if I need to do this or not, but we, we got this mattress set given to us. And, and the box springs is heavy as lead. And I'm thinking, I wonder if there's somebody like, I wonder if they stuck money in the mattress, you know, because you know, cause you, you, hear, you do hear about that, people put it in, in the box spring, so I might, I might go, I don't know, because if I tear it up, then I got I, I to gotta fix it, you know, <laughs> but what if there's a lot of money in there, that thing's heavy, Daniel, this thing's heavy, I don't know, we picked this thing up, most. oh my gosh, what's in there, oh, there could be money in there, so anyway, I, if I ever open it up and find money, I'm going to tie it to the church, and then I, well, maybe I'll throw a big party for us or something, I don't know. But the idea of of the the response, the guy who found that treasure, for joy over it, he sold everything he had and bought that piece of property so he could have that treasure. So Jesus is telling us, man, you know, if you look at life and you look at opportunities and look at all these kind of things that are going on, there's nothing greater, there's nothing more valuable, there's nothing more that will bring you joy and life than being a part of God's kingdom. Being a part of that, being a part of the family of God, having Christ in our life and the Holy Spirit guiding us, there's nothing, nothing better. So moving forward in 2022, David Crockett said, man, you're a part of God's kingdom. You might be in the doldrums. You might be doing great. But there's nothing better out there for you. There just isn't. God knows everything out there. And God says, I've created all this stuff. I love all the stuff I've created. And yeah, there's bad things out there because people make poor decisions. But you know what? This is still the greatest. There's nothing that compares with this. So moving forward in 22, be encouraged that, man, you're a part of the greatest thing. You're a part of the most exciting experience there is, and that is a relationship with Christ. And this morning, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, my my desire, my, my greatest desire is that, man, you would come to know him. That you would yield your life to him and you would say, Jesus, come. I, I, you know, I, in my brokenness, in my weirdness, and all of this, you know, I, I want to give you my life. And I, I want to be a part of your kingdom. I want to experience that life that is truly life. And so there's nothing greater uh, than this. And so uh, moving into 2022, I know you've got a lot of hopes and dreams. I don't know if you've already done your New Year's resolution. Uh, you know what the number one New Year's resolution is, right? To do what? Lose weight, yeah, yeah, so so I, I ate so much over the holidays, man, I thought, well, good, I'm going to start, I'm going to lose weight, because I want to gain all this weight during the holidays, which I did. I mean, people gave us chocolate and all this kind of stuff, and I've been, I've been eating sweets, and oh my gosh, it's just been fantastic, but now it's like, okay, well, you need to do something about that now, so uh, anyway, I'm, I'm going to, uh, when am I going to do that? I don't know, because I hadn't, sure, I hadn't started, I got this morning eating chocolate. So anyway, uh, but it's just like the second day of the year, so it's not that big of a, so so. But but you know, so the goals that you might have, I, I, my hope is that as we as we uh, look to this new year, and, and we're just excited about being. You know, we've we've gladly sold everything we've bought into the kingdom. If you haven't, that's my hope for you to do. Um, but man, you know, just let, let's just move forward with great confidence. A lot of people say, well, Mark, you know, what is God's will for my life? How do I know what God wants me to do? And. uh and I say, man, I tell you, uh, you know, Jesus said he, he's the good shepherd and his sheep hear his voice and they follow him. And, and so I, I know that God is just not going to let you just wander around doing what you want to do. He's got a plan. He's got a reason for you being here, a reason for me. And so he's going to reveal that to you. He's going he's to speak things to you. And if he doesn't tell you something specific, then what does the word of God tell you to do? How are you supposed to live? Well, be honest, be truthful, do those kind of things that you know that are right. You know, things that you know that you need to do, and just do those. For you students, I tell you, you know, what is God's will for you? Well, it's to to be the best student you can be. Study, make good grades. Now, don't do what I did my first semester of college. I told you about that last time. You know, so, so, but study. Be the best student you can be, whatever you are. If you're, uh, you know, if you work somewhere, be the best employee that you can be. If you're overseeing people, be the best overseer you can be. If you're married, you be the best spouse that you can be. If you're a child, be the best son, be the best daughter. Do what your parents tell you to do. That's what the scripture says. If you're a parent, man, seek God. Be the best parent you can be. You want to do that to honor God, not so you get accolades. You might get accolades. You might get you know, uh, Dean's List and all those great things that you get. Uh, you know, if you're a college athlete, be the best college, You and I know you're going to do that. And it's just, so all of it, you, you want to honor God with what He's entrusted to you, and you want to, you want to do the best, and so that's God's will for you. I mean, there's just no question about it. The Bible says, uh, in, you know, that, that God's word is a lamp to our feet. And a light to our path. They didn't have the big spotlights that we have today. And, you know, we want to know, God, what is your will for me? What is five years, ten years, fifteen years down the road? And God says, listen, I'm going to give you the light that you need. I'm going to tell you what you need to do right now. And don't worry about that. I'm going to prepare you for that. If you're faithful to do what I've called you to do now. I think about Noah all the time. The world was terrible back then. You know, the scripture says, Every thought of the intention of man's heart was only evil continually. Did you catch that? I mean, anything and everything that people thought on a regular basis, it was only evil. It was just perverted. It was hard. It was wicked. It was, it was hurtful. It was selfish. All, it was just, there just wasn't a lot of good back then. And it got so bad that God said, I need to start over. I need to wipe everybody out. But there's this family, Noah, and he's got some sons, and, and they've got wives... We're going to start over with this because this guy's a righteous man. This guy does what I ask him to do. This guy's living good. This guy's caring for people. This guy's not selfish. This guy's, you know, I, you know so, so what does God say? I want you to build an ark. That's all Noah knew. God didn't say, I'm going to destroy the world. I'm going to send off a brain. At the very beginning, he said, this is what I want you I want you to build this boat. Use this kind of wood. This is what I want you to do. That's all the light he had. And sometimes that's all the light God's going to give you. And then after he builds the boat, he said, I want you to get the animals. Let those guys come on. Let, those, you know, let them come on. You know, and, and, and then get on the boat. And God closed the door behind Noah. I thought that was just amazing. God shut the door. Uh, and then it started raining. And it rained and rained and rained and rained. So it rained this morning. I thank you all for coming in, in terrible weather. But the bottom line is Noah only knew a little bit of what he was supposed to do. And sometimes God only gives us what we need to know for that short amount of time. And then he's going to tell you more. He's going to tell you more. He's going to tell you more. But but we live in the light that God gives us. And so what is God's will for me? Man, I just it's it's to do what God wants me to do today, to be the best that I can be right now, live morally, r- live clean, live good, honor God with 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 who I am and how I'm supposed to do. And 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 in that, God's going to give you more light. God's going to tell you more things. And then for those big decisions, man, it's like God, what, you know, what what do I do? Um uh, as you seek him, then he's going to tell you. Sometimes he'll whisper that. The Holy Spirit will say, this is what you're supposed to do. Sometimes as you're seeking godly counsel, God will have someone come and give you some insight, give you some, some advice, or give you something that's going to be that. Sometimes God's word will actually speak to you. You just know as you're reading scripture, man, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do about this situation. But he's not going to be silent. He's not going to say, I, I'm not going to tell you anything. You've got to figure out this on your own. He just won't do that. So as we seek Him, as we cry out to God, He's going he's to give us the insight we need. He's going to give us the direction that we need. He's going he's to let us know what His will is for our life. And, but the day-to-day, everyday living, He's given us all that we need. He's given us those truths. And, and so because we know that we're right, because we're doing what God wants us to do, we just move forward. We take one step at a time. We take one day at a time. And we enjoy the fullness of what God has for us. Amen? Let me pray for us.